Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued support. For Line Movers, fantastic weekend. Fantastic weekend last week in New Hampshire. Really proud of that one. We gave you guys Christopher Bell early in the week as an outright at 18 to one and he won and it paid off and he uh stole the lead from chase Elliott, really passed him pretty easily about 35 40 laps to go and just ran out the chain at new hampshire remember he was going to win that race last year where they got weathered out got dark they don't have lights they shut it down early should have been two in a row for christopher bell uh for the full weekend if you took the cup card and the xfinity card they combined for wow about a plus Almost 15 units, something in that area, over 14 units, um, plus 13.1 and change on cup. Most of that from the Bell win, but we did well on some other things. We got a very early price early in the week, essentially even money or minus 105 on Kevin Harvick for top 10. Hit that. Obviously, Bell won, so his top 10 hit. Harvick hit as the top four. That was paying six to one. Our other big chalky bet of the week that hit uh, very well, if you guys played the full unit, uh, Chase Elliott, top five. He was top five all day, was second, basically, second or first all day. That paid off uh, 1.7 units. Uh, Brad Keselowski snuck back in the top ten. That's a winner. Uh, just played very few matchups last week, four and one in the matchups, one that paid off best, uh, Cindric over Eric Almirola. We had a couple Elliott matchups. He was over Blaney and Kyle Busch. Chastain over Almirola, Cendric over Almirola. We actually added to that one late in the week when the price changed. And finally, we had uh, Daniel Suarez in a group, uh, I believe, over at Caesars that was really, really appealing. Not a lot of folks probably took that. But anyway, great weekend last week in New Hampshire. Predictable, flat track, not a lot of passing. Worked very, very well for our modeling. I think it did last year as well. Where are we going this week? Pocono. Uh, Everybody's back. Cup's back. Xfinity's back. Trucks are back. Um... Arca's even back on Friday because some of the uh, lower series guys running some Arca for extra lap time. Sammy Smith, Brandon Jones, a few guys like that are doing if that appeals to you. Arca on Friday night. Anyway, qualifying and stuff during the day. Uh, I think trucks start, yeah, both of them, I think, on Friday, actually. So we'll be watching all afternoon, watching how the qualifying sets up for these races. Um, what's Pocono about? Weird, big, two and a half ish mile. Um, triangle course it's like a it's it's a triangle oval if that makes any sense you uh, have three turns in this one not four uh one's kind of a, a big flat straight and then you have two different turns essentially when this track was built they wanted to have three turns in the greatest other tracks in north america um so they have three very weird tra- very weird turns which means you can set up the car to be good for two of them but not all three um it's hard to compare to any other track on the circuit there's a lot of flat to it so you compare it to New Hampshire, except this is a lot bigger, faster track at, you know, two miles or whatever. Uh, so it doesn't really play the same as that way. If you're going to model it, I guess it's close to the Indy track, the oval track in Indianapolis, which they don't even run on anymore. So some of the younger guys have really nothing to show from there. So what are we looking at? Uh, guys who were good here last year, guys who are good on recent speed. This is a horsepower track. There is enough length of this track with teams with superior horsepower in the 670 package. You're going to have an advantage. Uh, so that's why we're skewing a little bit Hendrick this week. Um, we like, there's a Ford price we like. We sent out early in the week to uh, subscribers. Well, it might still be out there, may not. Ford was as high as plus 350 when it opened on Monday. I think that's coming down. Folks don't have a lot of confidence in Logano and Blaney right now, but they really like Harvick. And getting that whole package, all the Fords for 350 
is actually a, a, a bargain. Mathematically, it's a it's, it's EV to get all the Fords for three fifty. Basically, you would buy Harvick, Logano, and Blaney, and that would cost you three fifty if you group them all together. You're getting the rest of the pack essentially for free. I think there's some value there down down ticket to guys like Cindric and Briscoe. We'll talk about that as well. So last week uh, went great. This week Pocono. Um, Kyle Busch opened down as low as four fifty five hundred some places. Nobody bought any. So that popped up, and he's now sitting 600, 700 as the favorite. He's been great here, but he's been terrible this season. And he's in a bad way, and I don't know what to expect from him. We're not going to put a whole lot of faith in him. He could go out here and dominate this track. Um, you know, he's, he's done it before. What has happened with Kyle Busch at this track? Well, he's been amazing here of late. Uh, look at who's won at Pocono. Kyle Busch, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2021. That's one, one each. Obviously, this track's mainly been a two-races-a-year track, so that's four recent wins. It's essentially four of the last nine or ten. That's pretty good. Also, the last time he qualified for real here, Kyle Busch qualified second, so he gets it here, both in terms of pole speed and in terms of managing this track or whatever. Who else has won here? His brother Kurt won a lot, most of it a long time ago. Kurt Busch, 05, 07, and 16. Denny Hamlin, six wins here over the years, and a couple of those recent. 19 and 20, and then 2 and 06, 09, and 010 for Hamlin. Kez has won a decade ago. So does Logano. Truex has won twice more recently, 2015 and 2018. Chris Buescher has a win, but it's a fluke win. There was a rain out in 2016. He was ahead of the field, Justin Haley style. He got that one. Ryan Blaney won here in 2017. We mentioned Kyle Busch, four wins from 2017 to present here at Pocono. Kevin Harvick in his dominant 2020 season, he won once, and he got the pole in 2019, the last time there was an actual pole competed for here. So Harvick's not a guy that necessarily qualifies great, especially now that he's older and slower. But, man, everyone's valuing Harvick pretty highly, and just getting him as part of that group Ford bet, I would feel good about. Uh, his top ten is not cheap this week. I don't think we, don't think we can get any value out of that. Finally, last year, uh, Alex Bowman won the other one here. Kind of a surprise. He was the other winner in 2021. Um, anyway, getting back to those lines, Kyle Busch, big favorite. Right behind him in the uh, 800 area, we'll say, Larson Hamlin Elliott. Uh, next group, all essentially 1,000 to 1,200. Blaney, Chastain, Truex, Harvick, Byron. It's interesting. Byron and Chastain have not shown much on this track in Cup or not shown much lately. But Chastain's got a truck win. He's got a second in uh, Xfinity in, in, frankly, worse equipment. And Byron's been consistently good here. I know we've been waiting for him to do anything at all since April. Maybe this is the time. We might look at a top 10 or something cheap this week. Beyond that, uh, Logano in the 1500 1800 area. I saw it one place at 2000 that might be worth a nibble. Uh, Bell coming off the win, 1,500 to 1,800. He's 1,800 at Barstool and a couple other stops. Kurt Busch, good here. The Toyotas have been really good of late. 2,200 is the best price on him. And then out beyond that, Bowman around 2,000. Reddick around 2,500. Suarez, 2,800 to 3,000. Bubba's been good here. Bubba's had a couple nice finishes you don't expect. 3,500 is where he opened at Caesar. If you're going to buy, buy there. Briscoe's 3,300, a couple stops. And beyond that, it spaces out considerably. Keselowski, 5,000. Almarola's been really, really good here. He's led a ton of laps in the last five years. Has not won, but led a ton of laps. This may be another thing you're looking for a top 10. His best price, 5,000. Cindric's out there. Best price is 6,000, I believe, at points bet. Uh, but he had that deal where the wheel came off last week and his crew chief and some guys from his crew got suspended. So Cindric's been really fast the last two months. Um, 6,000, I mean... Yeah, buy some. Why not? It, it, it's a dart. He's won this year. Uh, he's, he's, he's won here in Xfinity, obviously. He's been good here in Xfinity and trucks when he's run. 
Uh, beyond that, bargains deep in the ticket, not much. Uh, DK, Eric Jones, and Busher opened early week at 100 to 1, 10,000. I'd munch on that a little bit. Um, McDowell, complete flyer, he opened it at 500 to 1, 50,000 at Caesars. Not sure if that's still out there, but he's had some top 10s here and has led laps here. So if you can get a good price on him for a top 10, I would nibble on that. I did not see one yet early week. Actually, I did. McDowell opened at 1,000 at 10 to 1 for a top 10 on Caesar. If that's still there, that's going to be on the card in a little tiny way. Beyond that, Cole Custer. Um, he dominated here in Xfinity. I don't know if he gets anywhere. Um, tiny bet on him for the poll at like 125 to 1, and then maybe nibble on top 10 or in matchups if he has a matchup that's favorable deep in the field on the offshores. But Custer's probably a guy who's going to come in here and do very well. Uh, I don't know if he'll win the Xfinity, but he's in the best car equipment-wise. I really like Custer in the Xfinity race. So, anyway, that's where we're sitting with all that stuff. Um, early numbers we like, like we said. Jones, Busher, Sendrick as your deep, deep, deep shots. Throw some darts there. Suarez has been good here. Uh, one of his best finishes, uh, a second, four or five years ago. Kind of surprising. He's, again, 3,000, 33 to 1, that area. Might want to nibble on that again until, we prove, until he shows himself as being slow. Uh, other stuff in the card early week, we threw some cheap top 10s out there. I mentioned Custer. I mentioned McDowell. There's a few others. Um, Busher's a good value play there if you can get it. Uh, what else? Ford. Mostly 270 around the around the uh, books, but he opened 350 at DK early week. If you still send that Ford at 350, buy that, and that basically saves you from having to uh, bet any of the Fords individually if you're building packages. We build a lot of package bets here. We want you to play the whole card, and that's part of the inducement. You have to understand this is like an investment portfolio. You have to play a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You have to play it together as a recipe, not just pick one thing off the sheet. Don't do that. Uh, Briscoe and Cindric long shots as top forwards like that. We mentioned the pole bets. Custer at 100 to 125 to 1, and the guys who I consider qualifying robots. Uh, Cindric's been good here. Briscoe's in the 20 to 1 area for that pole. Um, Kurt Busch, 20 to 1 that area. I like Briscoe because it's a track where they're going to be shifting a lot. And Briscoe's been really, really hot on the high-shifting tracks. Um, he seems to be the best guy handling the gearbox maybe in the whole tour. Uh, he's only won once this year, but just understand, for qualifying purposes, he can be really, really good. So see that at 2000 or cheaper, um, take a shot at that. Again, Pocono is a weird track. There's no obvious analog to this thing. So you just have to uh, look at past Pocono, look at past Indy, and look at just recent speed. We know who's been fast. Elliot's been really, really fast. Um Chastain's been mature, uh, matured his way into a top 10 in the last couple weeks when he wasn't hitting people. Um, we'll talk to subscribers later in the week about adding on how we're going to deal with the Toyotas and the, uh, the most expensive of the, uh, of the Chevys. Um, like Elliot, like Larson, like the Thunder outside. Um, Larson's been really, really good here. Uh, has, has wins in, in the lower series, has wins in Xfinity and is 10 to lead laps here. So I kind of like him. Um, Look at the matchups. Not a lot of the matchup pricing excited me. You go Elliott over Kyle Busch, uh, maybe. Uh, maybe Elliott over Hamlin. I like Kyle here, but I would lay him like a top five. It's called places that are plus money for top five. We'll probably put one or more of those into the card. We'll get back into that here in a little bit. Uh, Xfinity side, um, <clears throat> a little deeper field than usual. Uh, Custer's in there in that SS Greenlight Ford was basically the well-prepared former Penske um, – Ford team, he won earlier in the season. Was it Cal? Anyway, he's really good in Xfinity. He's maybe going to be a career Xfinity guy if he goes back. But anyway, he opened at 700. He's down to the 500 area to win. 
I really like him. If you can still get him for seven or eight hundred, don't know how many places there are. If you can't, um, top three at two hundred ish. Top five at even money would be fine, and we'll probably play those as well. Not a lot of value elsewhere in the Xfinity card. I would throw a dart at Sheldon Creed. He's out there at 4,000 most places, maybe a 5,000 sitting out there. He's been great here in trucks. Um, Lead laps, loves this multiple turn thing. He's a guy who races the uh, super trucks, the off-road series uh, with the big lifts on it. Anyway, he's really good at this sort of stuff. He's great at Pocono. Um, his car has been terrible this year in Xfinity, but Nib won him at 4,000. Um, some matchups there. Not a lot of matchups out yet in Xfinity. Um, I'm not seeing a ton. Uh, you can go Custer over Barry. Feel pretty safe about that one. Um, Barry's not and doesn't have a ton of track time here. I think Custer's in the faster car. It opened 110. I think Custer's out to 115 or 120 now on that one, but it's, it's worth it. Pay for it. Um, just because of attrition, Riley Herbst at plus 200. Hemrick. It's Herbst and Hemrick, but Hemrick at minus 250 at DK is just too much. Herbst has been pretty good at tracks like these, and both these guys are prone to Rex. You give me Herbst at plus 200, I'll nib one that as well. Um, Noah Gragson over Ricky Stenhouse. Stenhouse is running the 48 car that Jade Buford and Tyler Reddick have run this season, that other Chevy prepared by Childress. He hasn't run a uh, Xfinity race in six years or something. I like Gragson here. If you can get him at minus one and a quarter, minus 130 is fine. And beyond that, not seeing a lot I love at DK. Finally, uh, trucks. First thing we'll see, that's noon Saturday. Saturday's the 23rd. Um, Also, interlopers from out of the series and part-timers. And everybody's expensive. I don't like a lot of this. Um, Nemechek's your favorite. He and Zane Smith are around 500. Priest is down to around 500. Corey Heim, uh, the rookie in one of those great Toyotas, is around 6, 650. Austin Hill's running that Spire 7 truck that uh, Byron and a couple other guys have, have run this year. And uh, on nearly one with Chastain, ran it a few few weeks ago. I don't have a ton of faith in that. I think Hill's a little expensive. We'll get a matchup. We'll go actually against Hill in this case. Uh, Chandler Smith's 800. This is a deep field. Might nib one him for top fives. And behind him, not a lot I like. Hosar's priced at 1000 this week. I like Christian Eckes. He didn't run this truck race last year. He was out of the truck that week. Uh, part-time schedule. He was great in 20 and 19 at the track. Led a bunch of laps. He's 1500. I'll be looking at him in race or looking at him in some matchups. Don't know why Ben Rhodes is so cheap here. He's been consistently top 10, although not one here. He's 2500 as a defending series champ. He's kind of faded the last month or two, but he'll be around at the end of the year for this uh, this title fight. Beyond that, not much, not much here at all. The only other uh, guy to nib one, maybe in trucks. I gotta explore this a little more. Tyler Ankrum. Um, he's in that uh, Hattori Toyota this year, um, sponsored by Leuna. Leuna, um, he's 40-1, to 1, but every time we've nibbled on him this year, we've lost. He's been really good at Pocono. It's one of those few good tracks, and I'm just terrified of nibbling there. Um, where I'd go, matchups right now, I see a couple things. Uh, I mentioned Ryan Priest. I like Priest over Heim if it's an even even money uh, thing, 110 or 115 minus. I uh, like Eckes possibly over Majeski. Those are the ones DK had up. We've seen a few others go up here from uh, from other shots. Let me see if we got anything else fresh before we before we get done here. Um, now I'm still look still looking for a few things price wise. Not a lot of truck matchups up. Um, Bally hasn't done much with them. Uh, MGM I don't think's put any of these things up. So we're kind of fighting uh, fighting through that right now. What else did we see? Yeah, Priest over Heim. Uh, Bovada's got it for uh, minus 120 if you have to go all- offshore. Only other things I like, uh, so I mentioned Custer in the matchup in Xfinity. Uh, Custer top five, Custer top three in Xfinity. Rajay Carruth is 1,000 to one in Xfinity and 150 to one at BetUS for top five. Um, he's the next Bubba Wallace. 
uh, DC kid going to college in North Carolina and putting a couple fast cars in Arca and now Xfinity and dude can drive. Uh, just put a penny on it or whatever, just a marker so you can watch and see how he does in decent equipment this week. Not a threat to win, but if we had top 10s in Xfinity, I would absolutely lay this kid for the top 10. Um, he's going to be one of the next big things. I think he's going to run the arc on Friday. You'll see him in a better better situation there, running with guys like Daniel Dye, guys more his own uh, his own speed there. Elsewhere, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot exclusively uh, offshore that I love either, but uh, let's try and have another great week. Plus 14 units last week in New Hampshire. Let's see if we can do it from Pocono again on Line Mover. That's all for now. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcasts as well on our website. If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.